Welcome to Elite Takes. It's your host, Carl, and I am the voice of the youth, and I say what others won't. Now, today's topic. This has been getting me very, very angry, and this is actually the reason why I started this. These analysts don't know what the hell they're saying. Forgive me, I apologize if I get a little bit emotional. But you analysts, the doubters, I'm demanding you analysts to send Carmelo Anthony an apology. A verbal apology. You all were so, so disrespectful to Carmelo Anthony. Like he's a scrub. Mellow? We're talking about mellow, man. Carmelo Anthony, for those of you that that might be like, that may be living under a rock. So Carmelo Anthony, legend, Hall of Famer, or he will be Hall of Famer, had a had a definitely a rough time the last like year and a half, but eventually made his way back in the league and he's doing well in Portland. And, you know, hopefully they, they get through the Grizzlies today and um, go to the playoffs. But there was a point in time where people were questioning if Melo deserves a spot on a roster, on NBA roster. <laughs> Let me go over some of these stats for you about Carmelo, right? The same player that people were questioning, who's not terribly old, during this time, I think it was about 33, 34. 10-time NBA All-Star, 2-time All-NBA Second Team, 4-time All-NBA Third Team, 2013 NBA Scoring Champions, NBA All-Rookie First Team, NCAA Championship, of course, we won't forget that, and not to mention, I believe, 3-time gold Olympic gold medalist. This, Carmelo Anthony. And let's go over some of his stats, you know, his most recent stats. So as everyone knows, like he started his career in Denver, dominated. Uh, he's averaging, you know, 21 at his peak, 28.9 points, just a scoring machine. And he went to New York. He was also dominating there. His last season in New York he was actually averaging 22.4 points a game. And then he went to OKC. wasn't his best, but he was still averaging 16 points a game. Very serviceable. Now, I, I just want this is OKC, right? I want to know how many people in the NBA itself can average 16 points a game. How many? How many? Exactly. So we're talking about a bucket getter. Maybe top 10 score of all time. Just pure score. Just if you need a bucket, give it a mellow in the post. Fade away. Hezzy. All that. And he was having trouble getting in the league? And these analysts had the audacity to go on tel- on live TV and say, oh, I, don't, I just don't think he's good enough. There's 300 people in the NBA and you're talking about Carmelo ain't good enough to make a roster on the team. We, 
Who's, who's a sorry team? We got the Kings. We got the Suns. And I'm not even talking about now. Like, even though they had an eight-game win streak, good on them. But for the most part, they're sorry. Um, let me think who else could need Melo. Even some teams that are not sorry. The Jazz could definitely use him uh, during that time. To go back to some sorry teams, we got the, the Bobcats. We got the Cavs. We got the Hawks. We got the Bulls. Who else do we have? The the Pistons. Milwaukee could use him. They need another score. The Magics. Like, oh my God. The Wizard. You can't tell me there's there's 10 players on, on all those teams that I mentioned that are better than Melo of two years ago and still better than Melo right now. You can't tell me that. And Twitter... Twitter has its good and its bad, but 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 sports Twitter is definitely a cancer. On Twitter, I had some people talking about. Oh my God, disrespect! They're talking about that Carmelo ain't even better than Jared Dudley. I'm sorry, I had to cool off. Jared Dudley. A Hall of Famer. A career 22-point sword. And people are talking about he's not better than Jared Dudley. Oh, my God. This is why I'm starting this podcast. Because I'm getting tired of these so-called analysts just doing terrible, terrible takes I speak for the youth I say what other people don't have to say I say what other people are afraid to say and I'm demanding everyone that doubted Carmelo to apologize publicly be as bold as you were when you were disrespectful like Dame Lillard said you're acting like he's not a hall of famer We're talking about Carmelo Anthony, man. We're talking about Melo. He did not deserve he did not deserve this. He did not deserve this. He did not deserve this. And he he demand, he deserves an apology. I'm not saying he deserves a get well tour like Kobe did. I'm not saying that. But he did not deserve this, man. Definitely a top fifty player of all time. Top ten score. At least he's in my top 10. Uh, just pure scores in NBA history. Some people say he's overrated. Cool. But the disrespect, man. You had this man on ESPN pleading for a chance. Oh, my God. To sum this up. I will I will be doing what these analysts are afraid to do and that's speaking the truth. All my takes are legit. All my takes I wholeheartedly believe and all my takes 
are what people know are truth, but are just afraid to say it. With that being said, Carmelo, I'm sorry this happened to you, but good for you is you proved them wrong. You proved the doubters wrong. And keep balling out there. This is Car. I'm signing out. Welcome back to Elite Takes. It's your host, Carl. And this segment, we're going to be talking about the Champion League. So what happened over the weekend? Well, one of my favorite teams played, and we'll get to them. But before we get to PSG, we'll get to Man City. Manchester City. I know... I know these City fans are definitely rolling. They had nightmares, rolling in their beds. Probably, you know, broke some windows, broke some TVs. It, it was actually a pretty good game. I, I watched it. Um, you know, Man, Man City deserved to lose, to be honest. Uh, especially after that, that debacle. But and I, I don't want to I don't want to kick someone when they're down. But Raheem Sterling, man, you have you have to you have to finish that. Like you have to finish that. You have to finish that. Let's let's. What is his salary? Raheem Sterling wage. Eleven million dollars a year. It seems like. But you have to finish that. You know what that reminds me of? Um. Well, it's not to the same degree, but it reminds me of Diego Forlan with Man uh, Manchester United, and he missed an opener like that, and um, the commentator is like, oh, 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 in shame, in shame, put your head in shame. Yeah, Raheem, you got to put your head in shame in that one. That is great. Well, I'm not, uh, no, I was going to say that's not the only reason they lost, but like within like the next minute, then that's when Leon scored again. <laughs> Yo, city man, you're going out sad. Well, you know, let's 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 compliment some of the Leon players. Maxwell played good. Dembele, you know, he was phenomenal. Two goals. The better team won. Now this this is gonna get into a bigger conversation of in today's game of football. Or how like Americans like to call it soccer. Are there are there really powerhouses like that anymore? Like the last you know four years, there's been teams that like have very. I'm not gonna say it's low wages because they all they all get paid well, but compared to you know like the bigger clubs, their wages are not even close. And these teams are putting up either a great fight or they're beating these these heavy hitters. Like Man City, if you're going by wages, should obliterate this team from League One. It's not even close. But they put up a fight and Man City lost 3-1. So that's going to, you know, management and higher-ups are going to either A, have to start scouting talent better, or B, um, reconsider how much they're paying some of these, these players because... You, you got to finish that, man. That, that's why you're getting paid the big bucks. You got to finish that. 
That's crazy. Now, for Man City, to be honest, I'm not sure where they go from here. Because, like, the last, like, four or five years, it's just kind of like, for as long as I've been watching uh, the Premier League, this is like City's golden ages. From Aguero to De Bruyne, they had company. Um, but, like, they're still in their golden age. They won a, a couple uh, Premier titles, a couple other titles. But this is like, they're, they're kind of like PSG, to be honest. Like, this is their golden age where they have to win that Champions League. Like, I think, I think Man City and PSG are in the same spot. Like, they have, like, for example, they have the coach. Like, Pep, Pep Guardiola is an amazing coach. If some, some might say he's, like, top 10 of all time, cool. Top 5 of all time, cool. They have the players. Like, like, what more do you need? Like, they, you should have the chemistry. You got, you, they win. Like, you just got to get the job done. <laughs> like, this is where the, the, the big ball is played. So, I'm not sure where they go from here. Like, I don't know if they're going to have to, like, reload a lot of players. Because whatever they're doing is not working. Because they're getting bounce and bounce and bounce. And this goes for PSG, too. Luckily for them, but I'm going to trans, I'm going to migrate towards PSG now. PSG is my team, you know. Mbappe. Mbappe! It's my favorite player. I think he's the future. I was worried about them. I was really, really worried about them. But you know that me when when homeboy's in the chair playing a video game, and then he starts to go down and he, he leans a little bit forward, and he's like, okay, now I'm about to play for real. And that's what that's what it was like for PSG. <laughs> When when they, when Mbappe came on with Neymar, because like they they basically won the game in the last ten minutes, but they was looking very scary for him. And if they would have lost, I honestly think they would have just broke the team up. To be honest, because PSG is PSG just like Man City are in their golden ages. Yeah, they're winning League One titles. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. That's expected. Show us Champions League. That that's why you're getting paid big money. That's why you're getting paid big money. So I'm gonna see. We're gonna see. The Man City and, and PSG are not like these other heavy hitters like Barca, Real, Bayern, who have shown that in the past they can definitely win. They need to show that they're they're meant to be the big dogs to elevate themselves. Now, hopefully. PSG can go to the finals. I think the best team is probably Bayern, but I don't think. But I think PSG could beat them. Uh, if 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 it's the PSG, I'm, I'm thinking we're as good as we, as I'm hoping we are. We we should we could we could beat them, but um, Bayern's is looking very convincingly. Um, I think RB Lisbon won. They beat Atletico. Atletico's not. Atletico's is another team. That that may have to regroup. Um, well, to be fair to Atletico, they've done much better than Man City and PSG. Like they, they basically almost won until Ronaldo just, just, just fucked them. Uh, and and Bayo and I think the Di Maria too. Um, so I'm I'm not gonna give them uh, a hard time. Like they they 
And they're not even a, a heavy hitter in terms of scoring. They just play amazing defense and are an amazing team. They're not heavy scorers. So their, their games are usually always very, very close. But, you know, this Champions League, I'm going to be following up with you in the next games, give you my takes. I'm, uh, when, 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 the, when the draw happens, I'll get to it and talk about my predictions. Because I seem to be on the money a lot on these predictions. Um, and then we'll see who, who goes to the finals and I'll give you my predictions then. But with that being said, this is Carl with Elite Takes. And I'll see you next episode. It's payday, fellas. She didn't burn it,